What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Okay, so uh hey y'all. Uh let me just explain y'all. Okay, so y'all already know I'm in this data science artificial intelligence boot camp, right? Okay, so for the first four weeks of the program, I had to learn how to use Python, which is basically a code. I had to learn how to code. And um, with that came several homework assignments and projects. And the last week was the last week of the first four weeks, like the first half, I mean, the first quarter of the program. And I also had to go to Cincinnati, as y'all already know, to help my little cousin find an apartment. She did find an apartment. We clearly went to Cincinnati. And so all that just had a lot going on. On top of that, when I came back, before I left for left on my PTL for work, somebody on another team was out and I was doing their back, they back work, their back law work. Then when I was out, my manager was also out one of them days. So we just had a whole bunch going on. Now, outside of that, I already be having a lot going on because now until August the 7th, my only free day is literally Sunday. Literally every single day on the calendar is accounted for itself for Sundays. Very uncomfortable. So it just was best that we did not record. It just was not possible. The um even with the when I, I think Friday was the first day that I didn't have anything to do besides my actual job, but I was not gonna spend that recorder because I needed to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I feel I, you. Listen. Listen, I, I wasn't complaining. I already knew. Yeah, I know, but people, you know, I know the feeling of when a podcast you love don't drop. It's actually a podcast right now that normally drops on Mondays. They have not dropped an episode and it's very annoying. I get it because it's like, it's like when you want to watch a show, let's say Real Housewives, and you can't watch it because the Super Bowl long. And now you mad because now you got to wait another week for an episode to come on. And it's just like part of your routine. I totally understand. It's frustrating, but it is not intentional. And due to the fact that my job actually pays my bills, <laughs> I, I somewhat kind of got there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we sold some merch, but we ain't sell retirement money. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I'm sorry, y'all. Maybe we can just try to like start back double recording like we used to back in the day, but it was just not happening last week, y'all. This this uh, cohort that I'm in, it's, this, let me tell you, this stuff is hard, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through it, but that's all the explaining I'm going to do. Anyway, what's up, Draco? What's popping? So um, I'm currently over here recording with a handicap. Um. I decided to go get my teeth cleaned today, and I got a deep cleaning. Um, well, whatever the step above deep cleaning is, that's what I got. Cause you got a pressure wash. I got something, but um, it was it wasn't that bad. Like the pain of getting it, it was it was very uncomfortable, but it was like a four out of ten. It wasn't too bad. It was some spots that were horrible, but whatever. I don't know what happened within the last two hours, but my mouth. It's swollen. I'm hurting. I can barely open my mouth, but you know, I'm gonna push through because I got some stuff to talk about. Um, also, um, it has come time to uh, for me to get an assistant because it's really bad. I know I talk about this all the time, but let me just uh, I'm gonna just give y'all a little a little sneak peek of what I had going on in my life last week. Um, y'all the first to know besides Alicia, but. I had the um, Keisha Lance Bottoms makeup. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if you was just going to, like, wait till you got the photos to drop that. I didn't post it on social media, obviously, but... Yeah. Um, so, with that being said, she did crown me as the Queen of Atlanta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she told me that she she would offer me the key to the city for my birthday. Okay. Um, 
I'm just playing off. But I work with her. I can't say what it was for, but I work with her. It went well. We got something else coming up soon. So Harry, that's fine. What um did you really say you didn't? <laughs> no, nah, she didn't. <laughs> I, I did um, she did it. <laughs> her husband was my coworker, technically. I mean, we worked, we basically worked at the same company. But I used to see him around campus and stuff like that. And she actually came and spoke to at an event, but I couldn't make it because I was also drowning in projects. They just like to give me projects because I lived in the projects. I don't understand. They must don't know that don't mean the same thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. But my, my schedule has just been really busy. Yeah, same. Um, like really, really, really busy to the point where I really don't have time for myself. And like I said before, I just don't feel comfortable talking um budgets and um negotiating my own rates doing my own invoices filling out my own paperwork sometimes because if you skip over one small detail on the on the start paperwork for a job they will literally not pay you so oh, for i'm tired of dealing with that yeah. And stuff like that yeah and then it's like a longer process um and then with personal clients like people who i work with directly um I've had a situation where my client's manager is forgetting to submit my invoices and I have to resubmit it. And then they're, they're looking like, where is this coming from? Baby, look at the date and you know what? Damn, do they be having that much it? going on too that they don't even know who they pay? Yeah, I mean, they do, they do, but that ain't got nothing to do with me getting paid. You should put me as a priority when yeah. it comes to getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was you and your money, and what you got going on who's to say like thank god i'm a a person that saves my money but even if i did it it doesn't matter if i have five dollars or six million dollars it's mine like i work right and they definitely didn't put no they didn't drag their feet when it came to actually getting you to come do the job so exactly so yeah Mm, um so yeah i'm 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 so i was supposed to be interviewing some people for the position this week the first person didn't show up so <laughs> they're literally texting me right now trying to reschedule it and, the and it's been not- what three days yeah like yeah it's monday very we, nice we, we were supposed to meet on monday and um yeah it didn't happen but we're texting right now the thing is i know the person and i know they're good at what they do what they do and um I would rather it be somebody that I know because it, this is dealing with my money and my bank account and my personal information. Um, so I would rather it be somebody that I know, but at this point, I'm desperate. Well, as long as you don't mind firing somebody you know. I, I, I literally walked out of dinner um, on my ex's birthday and left him with the tab and broke up with him on his birthday. You think okay. I'll give an F about firing somebody? Employees. I feel you. I feel you. I just remember I, just remember I learned my lesson from hiring friends and that ain't never ever happened again. But I know your situation could be different. So Yeah, no, because it's not like my friend. I don't hang out with this person, but I just know her and I know what she is. Yeah, do you? Because I mean, well, I have a black business of the week, y'all. So I actually posted about them on my Instagram stories today. So if you don't follow me, go ahead and follow me now at Dalisha U A L I C I A. But um, this week's black business of the week is Portrait Coffee. Portrait Coffee is a obviously a black owned coffee company. They're actually based out of the West End. Um, they don't actually have a shop where you can go in and buy the coffee, but that is where they brew the beans. And let me tell you, I tried it today for the first time, and Black and Bold got a run for their money, baby. 
Really? It's so good. It's so good. And it's so crazy. So it's getting to the point where I'm really realizing how overrated Starbucks is when it comes yeah. to quality brewed coffee. Oh my God. So yes, y'all, please check them out. The Instagram is just Portrait Coffee on Instagram. So at Portrait Coffee, and then you can go to their website, but um, they don't sell in a retailer right now, but you can buy directly from them, but that, that shouldn't be no problem. They ship extremely fast. And especially if you live in Atlanta, like I feel like I ordered on a, a Monday and got it on Wednesday, like for real, for real. I ain't even joking, but this coffee is so good, y'all. I'm not even joking. Like, dang, Black folks really be grinding coffee and it be yeah. tasting good. It be slapping. See, I haven't had coffee in a minute because I cut out sugar recently. So the only thing that I haven't eaten sugar, uh, eating that has sugar in it for real is um, edibles. I be eating like gummy edibles. Oh. But oh, yeah, that's healthy. I only eat like one, though. It's not like I eat like seven. I mean, how much sugar do you put in? Because I, honest to God, don't put no sugar in my coffee. Like well, I just use creamer. agave, which isn't bad. I said I would probably just... You know, just stick to that and then just, I guess, add it back in. But I just been chilling on that. But I do want to add coffee back into my everyday routine. I just cut it out because of, for one, I haven't been at home. And then two, um, I cut out sugar once I did come back home. Recently, I got a box from Martel, thanks to Karen Civil. Shout out to Karen Civil. She, um, she got me a box. First of all, it was only sent to women. It was supposed to be anyway. And oh, she, she not you taking one. stuff out of black women's mouths. She sent me her own. She didn't want it. <laughs> um, so she sent it to me and it came with a, I'm guessing this is a, um, I don't know if it's owned by a black woman, which I'm guessing because everything in the box is pretty much owned by a black woman besides Martel, but some coffee. I don't know if you heard this before. It's called Cool Click Coffee. Come on, Cool Click. Okay. No, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, but it says it's the strongest coffee, the boldest, the finest. I haven't tried it yet because I haven't. It's based out of Orlando, but it says they, they tested coffee from Latin America, Central America, Africa, East Africa, uh, West Africa. I like my beans from Ethiopia. So if they got a nice little light blend from Ethiopia, <laughs> we got a deal. I know. But, but I'll check them out though because it's really like this coffee. I mean, I can't even believe that I am saying that I like coffee. Well, y'all, when I worked at Starbucks in college, I literally told the GM that coffee tasted like tar and he was not pleased with that statement because he said everybody loves coffee, especially if you're serving it. I was like, well, I don't. And I ain't last there that long, like three months. <laughs> I forgot you worked this time. Yeah, at the airport. Yes, but oh my God, it's so good, y'all. So anyway, all right, cool. Yeah, I put the information in the episode notes per usual. Um, Please get them a chance, check them out. Um, Yeah, let us know what you think. So anywho, Let's get into shop talk. So many things have happened. Jesus Christ. Let's talk about the most important first. Baby, Derek Chauvin found guilty on all three counts, sweetheart. Yeah. First of all, they better have him in general population. He better get the <laughs> max sentencing. He's facing up to 75 years. He need to have 77. Okay. Yeah. And let's not forget that he's not the only one that's on trial for this. Also, his uh his little flunkies that was also on the scene with him. Um, I want them also found guilty, but I'm very glad that Derek Chauvin, the actual knee placer, has been yeah. found guilty of murder. I honestly it's so crazy. I was reading a lot of people tweet this on Twitter, like, you know, we all or y'all all saw this happen on video, and yet we still are anxious about a verdict in the case because you know, obviously the defense attorney has to like try to discourage the, the jury from thinking that anything wrong was done, even though they sounded foolish, that is their job. And people are entitled to a fair trial according to the constitution, blah, 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 blah. But thank God they got it right. Now this don't mean yeah. 
that it's gonna always be right so the work is still needing to be done but i am so because this uh george floyd's death really shook the world like you yeah. remember how things were last year i just no, i remember it really set off a whole movement i just can't imagine like i feel like if, if he didn't get he didn't get found guilty what is the hope we have in any other cases and it was just so much evidence like the actual footage good clear footage several witnesses you know what i'm saying so it just would be hard for me to understand if people did not find him guilty and i'm just grateful that the entire trial was televised and you know it's just it is what it is and i can't wait for them to put him under the jail i need him to have a little less little less um bedding than others make him sleep on the floor make him eat his food out of toilet bowl whatever you gotta do <laughs> yeah child um yeah definitely i found out when i was driving so i was excited about that just because uh, i do remember like last year around that time when it happened like i mean it was freaking terrible like i feel like um, as much traveling as I've been doing, Atlanta, since it's open, of course, we're making, um, our city is making money. So we're able to restore things that were broken during the, the riots and stuff. But um, even in California. Yeah, we had some riots. We're like protesting, okay. like when, you know, when they was looting and stuff like that. You know, let's use the right um, verbiage because they would love to say we were rioting. Sorry. <laughs> but I even went to LA. It's buildings is still boarded up from it. Mm. Like a year later, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, wow, that was a, a huge impact. Like even in other cities I've seen, I'm like, damn, like this shit is really crazy. Well, it looks like it but, worked. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, hopefully it doesn't have to get taken to the extreme um every time this happens because we definitely had this happen recently um within the last two weeks. So, you know, we definitely got more trials coming up um for people that were killed five police officers and um hopefully it doesn't have to get taken to this extreme hopefully they can see like you know just treat it as a fair thing like they murdered them whether they're a police officer or not you take off the uniform they're still a, a regular person yeah I, well that's yeah it's just too much like it's so much they they actually need to change they need to go back and uh change rules for police officers they they yeah, got that qualified immunity i was just about to say i believe the state of new york just recently um got rid of qualified immunity basically which just means a police officer can just not be found guilty like they can justify their actions uh, under this law so yeah i agree because that is literally what protects them them being an actual police officer i mean but in this case i can't see how qualified immunity could have worked in Derek Chauvin's um favor and thank oh. god it didn't pussy Okay. Anyways, all right. So, uh, what you, you got? Anything for shop talk? Um, I sure do. So, I don't know if you guys are um, followers or fans or supporters of Shane Justin and um, Greg, who is Jisoo. Um, just a little small backstory. Both of them are the first of all they date each other, and they also own clothing lines that are very similar, but they each have their own and. They are made popular by most, by like Jada and Ari, like big influencers like that. They wear their stuff online and they sell out. They, they have so many stores. Um, well, no, I think they have three each. They have one in Atlanta, one in Miami, one in New York. And I think one of them have something in Chicago or something like that. But anywho, um, they're just like really known because of them. Like I said, their clothing line and they're very flashy. Like they're, they're very, very, very flashy. The clothing or the, the designers? The designers. Okay. So like when it comes to their birthdays and stuff, like Shane bought his boyfriend, the, the guy, the other guy, he bought him like two cars. He bought like- How long have they been together? Six years. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. They've been cool. together for six years. Um, he bought him two cars. He bought him a hundred thousand dollar Hellcat. That's he bought him. Um, Cartier watch. I mean, like all types of diamonds. Um, literally everything. So, um, apparently this week is Shane's birthday. Shane is the one who bought the boyfriend all the stuff. Um, and Shane, just from the outside looking in, to me, Shane is the breadwinner of the two. Like he makes the most money, or at least that's what it comes off as. Because, like I said, he's very flashy. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a few of their YouTube videos because I genuinely wanted to know how they got so much money. Um, <laughs> and that's not that. That's no shame because on one of the YouTube episodes, they bought a one point five million dollar home, and I was just like, "What the fuck am I doing wrong?" Because these- well, you know, to qualify for a one point five million dollar home, all you gotta generate is about three or four hundred thousand dollars a year. No shade. I just still should. I wouldn't even look at it. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like that's I'm not even looking at it. I'll drive past it, but that's it. His birthday was this week and he went to Dubai. They went to Dubai for his birthday and they had one of the biggest breakups that I've ever seen. It's been all over the blogs, all over the internet. It's crazy. Fill me in because I feel like I saw a clip on Neighborhood Talk and I just didn't bother clicking because I didn't know who nobody was. I know who Shane right. Justin was, but I didn't care that much. No shade. Yeah, so, but uh, I don't know the root of what caused the actual fallout between the two, but he went, they went with a big group of people because they hang out with the people who work in their stores. Mm-hmm. So they, they went out there to Dubai. Okay, so what happened was when they got to do when they got to Dubai, they had a house out there and the girl and um, Greg, who was his boyfriend, were planning on having him like a little, um, like decorating the house and have somebody come over to cook and they had um they had a um dinner plan for him the club night all this other stuff they bought him like really expensive gifts because he always buys them expensive gifts so they got him something really nice for his birthday um greg ended up buying him like a ring some a, a chain he got him a birkin like that big 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 birkin bag he got him that he said that greg said that when he gave him that Birkin he gave him is Justin. Him, yeah, Justin. When he gave Justin the Birkin, uh, or Shane, he gave Shane the Birkin. He literally threw it back at him and said, "That's not how you give people gifts." Uh, uh-uh, no. Like he was like, but and the it was whole unwarranted. Yeah, he said because um everybody kept saying they didn't know what was wrong with him. He just was being like standoffish and not talking to nobody the whole time they've been there. So they they didn't know what it was, and even Shane was. I mean, Greg kept saying like, "Oh." He didn't even want to sleep in the bed with me. Like he just, it was just weird. So then, I'm so in lost. Text, <laughs> in the text messages, I might as just go to the text messages because I was like, "Wow, that is disgusting." Like, um, keep in mind he's talking to his his quote unquote friends, employees, and boyfriend this way in a group chat. Mm-hmm. In a group chat with everybody, he said. He was basically, she basically was screenshotting and saying, like, posting all the stuff that they had planned and how they, the people were coming to do it. Because he was trying to make it seem like they weren't spending enough money on him. That's the bottom line. Oh, my line. God. I, you know what? That's Social media create these type of characters. That was the that was the bottom line of it. He was like, you can give me my fucking Chanel bag back that I bought you. I'll give it to my dog. Because he was just basically, like, talking to her crazy. The girl name is Jabria. He said, Jabria, <laughs> how do Yes. All right. He said, Jabria, how your long, bald head, ranky ass playing a yacht for somebody when it ain't even your birthday hole? I'm confused. You ain't pay for that shit. He was like, I'm confused. Your man never took you out the country before, so you don't know how to act. 
And Greg, you must have forgot that we got to go home one day. Them hoes ain't going to be here forever to save you. And so this what is, is he complaining about? Them planning a yacht for him? Yeah, he's he he after he kept like th- blowing them off, they was like, We in Dubai, like, we're not finna just keep kissing your ass, we about to just go have fun ourselves then, since you want to be by yourself. And when they did, that's when he went off. Oh, but he brother. blew them off and he kept calling them like fake ass hoes. He said, She she got him a four thousand dollar Louis Vuitton bag for his birthday, and he said, He wrote in a group message, he said, Well, I thank you for the gift, but I'm gonna just let my dog play with it. Um, he's talking about because if you complain about four thousand dollars, I'll literally wipe my dog's ass with that. Mm. Like he was talking to them all type of crazy. It was just disgusting. Like, so yeah, I don't know. They both fighting with each other on the internet. It's like a big thing. I was going back and forth from live to live last night. I don't night. feel like I missed nothing by scrolling past that post. Cool, got it. No, but <laughs> I, I, I do want to. I don't I even do, understand what happened. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm curious to know, like, if people are going to support his business after this. Of after course. This this, you know, what? this is what I've gathered in this social media era. It don't matter how bad you cancel somebody. The people are still going to take their side. So he's going to always have supporters. It's like, it's not, I mean, it might not be as many as it was before, but it's definitely going to happen. People always bounce back. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Once again, Lil Nas is under fire on the internet. Once That's exactly again. what I was about to say. Okay. Um, because people are like chastising him for not because his mom is um addicted to drugs, she's an addict, and she is like on the streets basically in Atlanta, which I didn't know this was news to me. Yeah, like she's on the streets in Atlanta, and people keep seeing her and recording her and like putting her on the internet saying that it's wrong as fuck that he's making all this money and he's not trying to help his mom. Now, I actually pay attention to Lil Nas. Like I follow him on social media and he's even said in plenty of TikTok videos that he tried to, um, he put his mom in rehab a few times and it just never worked. It's like, it's, and it's not nothing he could do. First of all, he's an adult. And second of all, like, I don't think that people understand how addiction works. Like, I, I mean- Well, they don't want to understand. You, yeah. Cause, cause if you they don't have anybody- people. If you don't have anybody around you or in your family that's addicted to drugs or alcohol, I mean that's amazing. But literally, it's um, it's nothing that you can do to save them. Like I watched my mom growing up trying to save her. She had she had twin brothers and sisters um, who are no longer with us. They it was a boy and a girl, and she literally would go like I would be in a car with her, and she would like drive downtown to find them and she would find them and put them in the car she would bring them to our house for like three days let them take a shower feed them get them some clothes mm-hmm. you know let them stay in warm in a warm apartment and then they just go back to the street so i mean it's literally nothing that you can do even if it's you, not man it's you know what i'm saying it's, it's actually really sad and i um yeah like you i've definitely i don't i can't really say anybody in my family not, not that i can remember but definitely people around me neighbors friends friends parents that was strung out on drugs and it's it, like you said i mean you honestly deep down they do know better but that addiction has such a stronghold on them it's it's hard it's just not and you know like when people say, oh, you need to get them some help or you need to do this. It's like, get them help. They have to want to do it. People go to rehab all the time and relapse. Like it's not that simple. It's really not. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, and I, um, with, with you mentioned, that, I did want to say, you know, rest in peace DMS because we actually didn't record the week that he passed away. But that's another one of those situations oh, yeah. where all these big celebrities are like, oh, we we should have did more. We I'm like, well, what? Why are you telling us? You the one that had access to them. Who is we? You mean you? And it's yeah. just like, and I I get it. I get you know, you should you should you wish that you could have done more. But when you say we should have done more, it makes me feel like you condone his actions or you contributed to it. You know what I'm saying? So if you wasn't somebody who literally took him to get help or made connected him with a therapist, don't be talking about what you should have did because it's not the first artist to deal with drugs. It's not gonna be the last. Now you know what I'm saying. So it's like save all that unless you actually putting in the work. But it's just it's it's so so drugs is and alcohol. Oh my god, it's just. Yeah. It's bad. It's crazy. But I mean, and then, you know, people might judge, but it's true. It's people who can't stop eating. It's eating disorder. It's just so many addictions that people might try to value one over the other. They all can be deadly. And it's, it's just really sad. And like you said, like you, it's nothing. I mean, Lil Nas S can do all he wants. I mean, honestly, throwing money at her is only going to probably make her addiction worse. And we saw Mario deal with that with his mother. Yeah, Remember he had that TV exactly. show about it? Like all just having money and being famous does not fix somebody's problems. Like you have to want to do it yourself and if they don't what can you do like i mean with what your mother did for her siblings was probably the most some people can do because it's like you know sometimes they can be like i only want them in my house they're gonna steal some stuff so they can go buy a rock they're not gonna want my help they're gonna make me even matter but it's like you know the least at least make sure they clean have some clean clothes have somewhere to stay for the night but other than that it's like what can you do we are adults man and it's it's not a it's man oh my goodness i've seen some situations man it's, it's actually it's really sad but yeah. yeah, that's why I had to change my perspective. And I, can how, and I can just understand how embarrassing that is for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he probably really wants his mom to get help, and he probably doesn't have any, um, like, ill feelings towards her. Or maybe he does. But, and it's you know, just to see people, like, throw that in his face. and this is, That's the internet. And half of these folks probably 14 years old, child. It ain't even worth even. Oh, man. That man who recorded it was grown as fuck. Like, oh, I didn't see the, I didn't see really, the actual video. Yeah, he he was grown and he was sitting there trying to like justify why he is wrong for not helping his mama. How did they know that was his mama? So for the Grammys, when he won the Grammy, um, his they actually have a picture together. And in the picture, I want to say that people were like chastising, I guess, the way that she looked, because I mean you can tell that she was strung out or whatever had, you know, had dealing with on. something, yeah. Yeah. And so um, from that photo and then just in general people know him like around town just like word of mouth because his brothers are like producers like his okay. brothers make beats and um they do a lot of stuff so a lot of people know his family and his sister and everything so it's, he's known around Atlanta well his family is known kind of yeah I got you okay yeah. yeah well what can you do that's why I don't want to be famous I want I want this podcast to take off but I want to be the invisible podcaster <laughs> figure that out y'all figure it out <laughs> you could put me up there i'm ready well honey you already you already got some pr training <laughs> editing that out <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much <laughs> go ahead i'll let i let draco um he he pulled this topic out his behind literally so uh um <laughs> uh. <laughs> Okay, so we all know that Azalea Banks is one of the most um, outspoken people in this industry, okay? Um, what industry is that? Music industry, the entertainment industry as a whole. 
in my opinion, everything that she says is always a bad thing. It just is coming from her. So, yeah. But anywho, she brought up the topic earlier this week or within the past week. She said that, you know, when she's in a relationship or she's dating, guys always bring up the conversation about threesomes. And um, she says that, you know, she's she feels as if men think they're obligated to do it like the the women in a relationship are just obligated to do it whether she thinks the girl is fire and her turn she was like what if i what if, whether if i think the girl is fire or if i think she's cute if i'm attracted to her i'm just automatically supposed to be down with put my face in her vagina and or you know whatever y'all do in the bedroom but can we talk about the conversation what if i want a threesome so if I'm bringing another dude in the room, you ask me to do this. So if I bring another dude in the room, are you ready to do some stuff too? I hear this uh, alternating debate a lot or read it anyway. Yeah, same here. And so um, it'll be a little different coming from me just because I'm not in, I, first of all, I'm not in a relationship at all, but uh, I, I don't date heteronormative style dating. So in my opinion, mine is going to be a little different because Obviously, I'm a little bit open-minded because people still look at my lifestyle as, well, not let me not say lifestyle. They look at my sexuality as something foreign. So I wanted to get your opinion. I know that you personally haven't indulged in nothing like that, but- You don't know what I don't did. Okay, well, spill it. I haven't though. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, so um, I, I have never had a threesome, number one. And- I, in my relationships, it's never really been, like, it'll be something that's mentioned, but I, I think that they would take it if I offered it, but mm -hmm. it's never been like, a, I gotta have this type of thing. Um, yeah. I personally am not attracted to women. <laughs> yeah. So I would prefer for it to be two men, but I know that that, um, due to, you know, the way society has painted what men are supposed to do in relationships, I can't really expect that to go down that way um now as far as with the girl you better get me drunk because <laughs> i can't eat oh jesus christ but anyway um i don't know i mean i just think that when it comes to sexual stuff i just wish that people look at sex as pleasure and not associating it with sexual preference as far as gender if that makes sense so for example like um this weekend, somebody told told me about a straight guy who has an OnlyFans who pleases himself with a dildo. And yeah. um, people just kind of like calling him gay. But he's like, bro, I'm not gay. I just like pleasing myself. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> the way I look at it. The, guy, you know, the guy who um who, who made the song Juju on the Beat, mm -hmm. he's, he does that. It was probably him in that video. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. But um. But yeah, I just think that people just get so. You know, I I thought about this when they had the um the verses with the Isley Brothers and Earth Wind and Fire. Like when you look at throwback pictures of them, they was wearing crop tops, platform yeah. heels, and things that society today would deem feminine or gay was like just not even that deep back then. And I I wonder where that where that changed. Where did that come from? Did yeah. it come from like it wasn't the influence of a different style of music or what? But I just, I truly feel like sex is sex, pleasure is pleasure, and the only thing that makes you gay is being gay. Yeah. So if you want to have a threesome, have a threesome. If it's three people, it's a threesome. It's not a train. It's sex. Have it with whoever you want to have it with. Just have, it's not even that deep. Like if I was to have a threesome with a man, two men, I wouldn't think either of them were gay. I just think that we had a threesome. So yeah. 
Um, that's awesome. I mean, I, I love that you think like that. That's awesome. You know, uh, I, unfortunately, I have other friends who think otherwise, which is fine. I respect people's opinion, but I just like being around people who kind of think similar to me because I don't want to feel uncomfortable when I bring up certain certain situations or need to talk about it. But anywho, um, also in the same week, Latoya Ali um, had an interview with Candy and she brought up the fact that <laughs> Apparently, uh, people are saying that her current lover is being has been accused of having um, a gay history, quote unquote. Her ex-husband said that. Adam yeah. Ali said that. Yeah. He said that her new lover had, has a gay history and she said that she would be okay with that. Because it was before her. Yeah, I mean, I when I first saw him, I definitely got feminine vibes. I mean, and not that feminine means gay, but if we're going to be stereotypical and, you know, the way things are viewed in society, I definitely thought he was a gay man. Like if, if, if it was, it was one of those tell me you gay without telling me you gay type of situations. And I I didn't watch this on her ex-husband's page, but apparently he had quote unquote receipts of the guy like messing with Jeffree Star. Uh, He said that he just trained him like as a personal trainer. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I definitely got feminine vibes, but I did hear her say that. Um, and that's cool. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I, I mean, hey, if he is, then he is. And then the point that she made is like, okay, so what if he is? Now what? Like, yeah, what yeah. do you want me to do? Because I'm with this man and we got matching tattoos and we got a YouTube channel. Yeah. So. Oh. Which I think was um, a bit of a gun jump, but hey, she's a little weird. <laughs> do you? Yeah, that's her. That's been her um, life. That's how she even got famous, so. Um, I do know that in this industry, people do a lot of things to get clout and they do a lot of things to get on. Um, I think that we only see the women doing it just because usually the the people that are on the internet on the blogs are usually trying to go after like rappers or athletes. The men we never really hear them. Men do it, but we don't really see that side of the story all the time. It's always like, oh, this person is after this rapper, blah, blah, blah. And they doing like really what what will be considered crazy or weird to regular people. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Like getting uh, your lover's face tattooed on you and name on them like six times and oh getting pregnant you know stuff like that yeah okay I got doing you. things for you know what i'm saying like doing stuff for cloud like, this is gonna set them off right here go ahead don't pull up oh <laughs> oh dang um so i don't i think that it's never really talked about from the male perspective because uh, the thing is i've witnessed it with my own two eyeballs people's boyfriends and exes they've done stuff especially when it comes to people who have money um a lot of these male celebrities are definitely not openly gay. I mean, I think that that's not a secret at this point, but people don't even realize that they pay a lot of quote unquote straight men to do things. Yeah. And, and that happens opinion, in, re- in regular civilization. Yeah. Like for real, like it's, it, and it's, so even with the thing with Jeffree Star, I mean, we you see what happened with the other guy. I wouldn't be surprised if, if he was, you know, disguised himself as a trainer because well he is a trainer he is a trainer yeah but usually and i could be sounding very stereotypical but i just i'm telling you my from my experience guys who do stuff like that who are considered i guess you consider them escorts or um sex workers sex workers there we go usually the two jobs that they have in 
for for the public to see that either a trainer or a masseuse. <laughs> Trainers be getting it in, okay. Not a masseuse. That's new oh, to yeah. me. Oh yeah. So if you if, if people be like advertising themselves as a as a massage therapist or a masseuse, they usually be. You know what? Masseuse is definitely a uh, what they call what they be saying. It's a gateway. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely it's too much body oil going on, rubbing, skin on skin contact. It's a lot of stuff going on. So um, yeah, like. For me, I'm not going to get into my personal sex life when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, I, I do what I do. It ain't nobody's business. Uh, I could have went without that hint. I'm just playing. I, I'm just saying. Like, I, it ain't like I just be out here just doing crazy stuff. I really don't. Let me tell you, I'm boring. When it, if I told y'all, if I actually... And I think I'm, that's what people think. People, I think everybody think that everybody's having regular sex. Yeah. That's what I think. But that is not the case. People like to do like people are not just doing missionary and dog style they are not just having sex in the bedroom okay they are doing it everywhere every kind of way and i think that that's what people i hate the word normalize because it's being overused but i do think that people should just normalize creative sex if that makes any sense because i think that that's where all the judgment and weirdness comes from like if you want i mean as long as you're doing it safely and it feels good then (laughs) <laughs> who are me to judge yeah. like i just think like when, when people be like oh oh they be using like there are people who who frown on masturbation and sex toys and things of that nature when in reality it's just like you know like if you let's say you get married if y'all just gonna be landing y'all bags on the same thing every day then you definitely not gonna be pleased for the rest of your life you just kind of got no, it's the same as you get bored like you want to try new things and that's perfectly okay i feel like um i have the conversation all the time that um because recently I had a, I actually had a conversation with, with one of my followers on Instagram. He's a straight male. And not one of your followers. Yeah, because he kept posting a shirt that Supreme was selling um um like two weeks ago of a bear with a strap on on. Like a strap on, it was like a, a teddy bear with a strap on and like a body harness. And okay. so I, I I and he was like, Oh, this shirt is so fire. Oh my god, I'm getting this. I'm getting both colors. Oh, no, no. So I said, can I ask you a personal question without being offended? And he was like, what's up? He was like, I said, so are straight men finally like, okay with the fact that they get pegged? Because I mean, it's not a secret. Like I know that that happens in the bedroom and it's perfectly okay. But I said, is that like an open thing now since they're making a shirt like that? He said, oh, I ain't even think of it like that. I just saw a shirt with a bear with a strap on and I thought it was cool. And I'm yeah, like, I don't. I mean, and he definitely can't speak for the male population because I hear the pet conversation a lot, and people are not openly accepting, but it happens a lot. It's, but it's the thing. It's something. That it's obviously not going to be openly discussed or accepted because of homophobia. So it's like, yeah, of course. I don't mean I don't know how he would know it. He said he he claimed he didn't even look at it that way. But what did he think of when he saw? It? Now, he he said that he just thought it was a shirt, a, a bear with a strap on. He thought it would look cool. What did the strap and on I'm have a look- dick on it, or was it just like the harness? Yeah. Hmm. It had a dick on it. Okay. I mean, hey, do you? I don't give a darn. I I've never done the whole pegging thing. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really just a conversation. Like, I've had two friends to tell me that they've um that they've done it and and it was because the guy approached them about it. 
Yes, and, and it, listen, and like people have been saying for decades, centuries, that the male G spot is in a butthole. Just accept it. That's what it is. But I remember I was looking at something with Boosie the other day. I know Boosie Hannah, but he even said, which I think summarizes most people's feelings towards it. He feels like if he like getting his balls sucked, if you go as far as your butt, he knows that he's gonna like it too much, and he's not gonna, he gonna feel weak, like vulnerable. And so they just rather they rather feel like it makes them manly to avoid that when you're really cheating yourself out of a good time. You really are. Like, <laughs> and the LGBTQ said that. You know, I mean, you really are. I mean, and I and I explain that to guys too because, like, I have a lot of straight male friends, and they're they're okay with me talking about certain things. So we just have discussions, and I'm like, honestly, like, I think that people just have to let that go. Like, because me personally, I mean, for uh, the longest, I would always say, oh, if a guy does that, he's gay. That was me being young and ignorant. I grew yeah, up. I think we all kind of, if you if you talk is is gay, then that's what you're gonna think until you realize you just yeah. you know, stop caring. And so I, when I got older, I realized like, okay, this is literally just basic anatomy, like this is just a part of that we were given. Like, why would we be equipped with this if it wasn't supposed to be used? Or be, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. What a coinkity. No, you're right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, and listen, if you don't want a penis, then use a cucumber. No, just, just kidding. Just I mean, kidding. but even still, like, if it's done for, I think that if it's done by a woman or even, I don't consider that gay. I don't. Gay is just being gay. <laughs> like, Literally. <laughs> gay is identifying that you date men. Yes, it's just like get past that. What if you're having sex, you want to feel good? It just does not matter. It's just like it's just so crazy that people care so much about what other people do in the bedroom and what people now. I do understand you being concerned about someone sharing that information with it being stigmatized the way that it is. Um, but uh, outside of that, I just feel like if it feels good, do it. Shoot, who cares? Yeah, I like cleaning my ear with q tips, even when I know wax in there because it feels good. You shouldn't do that, you're gonna damage your eardrum. I'll buy another one and clean that one out too. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if um with giving given this conversation, would you, so you basically would never do anything that will involve a girl for the sake of pleasure? Um and that's because I'm not attracted to women. Like I I didn't I, I, I understand that one, nobody on this podcast like pussy. That's crazy. I ain't it. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not I'm not attracted to women like I don't I'm not sexually attracted to women you know what I'm saying um I always people people always ask me okay like well I know you're not attracted to women but would you date a trans woman and I was like in my head no but I mean who's to say ne I would never say never you know what but I'm saying wouldn't but I mean wouldn't that be presenting as a woman though is woman presenting but my bad it's woman presenting. I mean, but reali re realistically speaking, um, if, if they're not fully transitioned, they're definitely, they still, you know, they have, have those stuff. That, and so you're saying that you may. Experience. I'm not saying that. I'm just okay. saying, I would just say never say never. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that that's what yeah. I'm attracted to or that I will do it. But I, I don't want to say never because it's a lot of stuff that I've done. That I will, I was like, I will never fucking do that, and I did. Yeah, it. I so remember I, saying I wasn't gonna have sex until marriage. Yeah, so I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to say I would never do Dang, that. Double, double homicide. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> have you been to a sex club before? A sex club? Mm -hmm. Um, no, I went to 
a um I went to an underground strip strip club before. Okay. And it was given okay, so let me just explain what it was. So they be having these, they be having these like um, underground strip clubs, and this particular one was inside of an old car, uh, like car repair shop. Oh wow! On, on Bankhead. Okay. okay. So I pulled up. I'm like, well, I got there with my friends. I'm like, what is this? Like, no, nah, I ain't, I ain't do for no oil change now. That's what it was given. So it's when we walked in, they took money at the door. So I said, oh. So when we walked in there. Um, it was it was just people standing around listening to music. It was lights and stuff, and then there, there were strippers that would come out, and of course you just tip them, but they're dancing. So it was a room. It was like a dark room that you go in. Like it was just mm-hmm. a, a a doorless hallway, a doorless room, and no lights were in there. Nobody's phones were in there. It was literally pitch black. They were doing God knows what in there because I couldn't see nothing, but it was people just going in there like. And I kept bumping in the chairs because I walked in there. I wanted to see. You sure it was a chair? No, it was chairs. It was, it was like, a I, human chair. It was a couch in there. It was chairs in there. And yeah, it was just a lot going on. Keep in mind, my phone went off. My phone had started ringing. So, you know, when your phone ring, the light come on. Mm-hmm. They was yelling at me. I got up out of there. Hey, you got to get out. You need to leave. Exactly. It was giving. <laughs> I was like, oh. I don't think this is for me. First of all, they had bottom shelf liquor in there. I was like, I don't. Mm-mm. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, I've never been to a sex club either, but I do think that being in that kind of environment can lead to you doing something you said you wouldn't do, just because you're just kind of exactly. caught up in the moment. And I mean, I'm pretty open minded, but I don't want to play it safe until I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now I do have this. Um. I, I was. I guess you could say I was talking to this one guy who was engaged to a woman. And mm-hmm. he introduced me to his, his fiance, and apparently they are just polyamorous and they're swingers, so they are okay with each other going out to mess with people of the same sex. So I, after what I like in the beginning, I was like, "This is weird. Like, I don't know what the end goal is. I'm looking today. I would want a boyfriend, and this like I want to be way. with one person who wants to be with just me. Yeah. So we ended up like kicking it and stuff like that, but. After a while, it was kind of making me uncomfortable because he would ask me to send him like pictures, regular pictures, like selfies or just whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I choked. Oh, you said you had the vaccine. I choked, girl. Anywho, he would ask me to send him pictures and he was like, oh yeah, I'm just over here admiring you with my fiance. And that made me feel uncomfortable. Oh yeah, that would make me feel uncomfortable too. Because I'm and like... Like, and, like... He would text me like... I. If I, if I feel like a picture doesn't look right on my timeline, I'll archive it. He literally texted me one day, like, I archived it, and when, within two hours, he was like, why you take that picture off your page? Oh, wow. I was like, um... I, um, you know, when I think about people who are in those relationships where they have several partners, because, I mean, in reality, they are in serious relationships. I don't think I could ever do that, because after the first 24 hours, I'm like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. I want to break up. <laughs> I don't no, like I don't these. Break. I don't like sharing. No, I feel you. I just, I don't know. I, it's That part isn't for me, um, but I, you know, I have done some things that I said I would never do, but I actually ended up liking it. Oh, wow. We listening. What? What you want me to do? What you want me to say? That, what you did. 
Oh my gosh, I promise you, I'm not joking. Why this couple is is writing me on Facebook? The right couple now. you was talking about? No, this is a this just happened out of nowhere. I'm looking in, it's like pictures of two people. So I don't know if y'all know, Facebook has dating on there. Uh-huh. It's called Facebook dating. And somebody's writing me from Oh, so you use it because I never even clicked on it before. Yeah, I'll be on there just looking to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I never even met anybody on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. anywho, to wrap this topic. Go. You gonna uh, wrap it because I started it off. I ooh, I don't rap. Just kidding. Um, yeah, I just think you know. Um, I know this started off with Azalea Banks basically saying like, "You want this, but what if what I want?" I think that this is why it's very important to have partners that want the same thing as you. And if somebody expresses they're not interested in something, you can't really force it. It might work sometimes, but you don't want to be hindering yourself or getting the pleasure that you desire because you want to be in a relationship. And I do think some things can come with education, but sex is such a, t- a touchy topic even now. Oh, wow. Like, first of all, if I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just got real passionate about something because I'm like, for for starters, what does it have to do with you? You not doing it with them? Yeah, but people... So why are you talking about... People don't know how to people remove themselves outside of that idea. Like they just, I think that people have so much pride that they have to automatically go in defense mode when these topics comes up, come up, even when it doesn't affect them because that's just what they've been taught to do. When in reality, it should just be, it's like, if so, like, I don't, like I'm a pescatarian right now, right? I don't eat no meat, whatever. I eat seafood, which I'm about to cut out anyway. I watch Sea Spiracy is really given plant-based. Um, but people, if I don't eat meat, people are like, oh, why you eat meat? Instead, you should just be like, oh, okay, you don't, like, it shouldn't matter. Like, why do you care? Like, I don't right. smoke or drink. And people be like, oh my God, how you have fun? Da-da-da. Why can't you just be like, oh, okay, you don't smoke or drink? Like, why does it matter? It does not matter. Yeah. Yeah, people did me like that too. Um, when I was vegan, and like even even now, like I don't, I cut out like rice and pasta and stuff like that. So when my friends like try to go out to eat, I was like, you know, whatever. They're like, oh, I hate when you start doing this. Why? Why is it affecting? Why? Because your- you're gonna eat, and so am I. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, now they like be looking at stuff. like my friend. Like people get mad because. Um, over time, my taste buds just get better. Like, I'm, and I think that as anybody get older, you can start tasting the difference between real food and like bullshit. Oh, for sure. Well, all right. Holla at y'all next week. Holla at your girl. Holla at your curl. Holla at your girl. Holla at your pearl. Holla at your twirl. Oh, and holla at your girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look at um. <laughs>